So you are black woman. Yes. But what is your real name? Alandis Powell. Okay, Alandis. So there's no definition for black woman. So let me just read this to you. Um, so Malcolm X in 1962 said, The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. So here we are, 60 years later. Do you think this is still true? Uh, yes, but there's things that go along with that. Um, because we're also one of the most powerful things in the world because of those definitions. We're also the most needed people in the world. I think of us as um, umbrellas. You don't know you need us until the storm happens. And so even though we're neglected, we're so needed. We bring a balance in life and so many times you forget about us. So I completely agree with that statement, but I think it goes further than that. And it actually defines who we are and who we've become. We've become strong, we've become powerful, we've become needed, at times loved, a lot of times appreciated, but we're the warrior. We actually go to war and makes things happen all because of that definition. So with being a black woman, there's so many stereotypes um, and things that are said of the black woman. Um, just, I'm just gonna throw one out there. It's just that black women are so loud. Um, loud. Some people may say we're loud um, because of our voice, but I think we're loud because of our actions. So our actions, they, they make a thunder. They, they do, they need to, but sometimes it's because we have to over talk the person next to us because they're not listening. Sometimes it's because we are correcting a boy that looks like us that may not be listening, but we're making them into men. So think about this. Our responsibility is to make a man that right now most people don't respect into a man, a black man. So sometimes our actions are intentionally loud, but it's not always our voice. Sometimes we do it with this soft touch. Sometimes the loudest I've ever been, the loudest other women have ever been, has been with a soft touch. So I don't know that I think of that just as a loud voice. Okay, and as a well, let me just ask this. As a black woman, I've heard, no, I'm not a black woman, but I've had conversations with women and I've sometimes heard them say, or others say that black women do not like to see black men dating outside of their race, especially with white women. Absolutely, it's true. Why is that? Um, so there's a couple things. First of all, when you see me, what I want to raise is someone who falls in love with me and wants someone who looks like me. I'm sorry, a white woman can't do it. No one can do it. Only a black woman can do that. So that's the first thing. It's kind of like this disrespect thing we have inside of us because of that choice. The second thing is, is that when I look at my black daughter, 
she's left out. If every man goes to find a woman that doesn't look like me, then our black girls are also waiting. And if you think about the data, the data actually says black women are left alone longer than any other woman because of it. Um, the other thing is that the psychological piece of a black man dating outside his race, sometimes you really need to dig into that because you'll find some of those stereotypes are true. So I'm not even sure they have always found their true self in it. But let me go to this. I believe in love. I believe I don't get to dictate love. I fall in love with whoever my children fall in love with. So I'm gonna be accepting. But the truth is, do I prefer the black men that I've raised with my heart and soul? Even the black men that I've interacted with. Am I preparing them to be with a woman like me? A black strong woman who needs support and help? Absolutely, yes. Fucking A. I'm not sure if I can cuss. Sorry about that if I can't. But absolutely, I am. But when I find a man that has chosen outside his race, the first thing I ask is, tell me why. And sometimes they have a good reason. Sometimes they don't. That's my take on it. Okay, so so there's no definition for black women, right? But if you had a divide, if you had this opportunity to put this definition together and publish it, what would it be? Um, if I could publish the definition of black woman, I wouldn't define it. There is no definition because we are all different at the heart and soul. We make up our experiences, and as a black woman, there's no two black women who are who are alike. You know, you look at me, what you see is a black woman. You don't see an abused black woman. As strong as I am, that's what I am. You probably might not even see that right now, I'm 60 days from having a stroke, but that's who I am. You don't see a woman who was raised by a strong black man. I was, but I do not define all black women. I define Alandis Powell. So there is no definition for black women nor should they be, because we're not cookie cutters. We're all different. What do you think makes a black woman different from? Uh, the same thing that makes a white woman different, God. I think he's designed us differently. Um, I am a Christian. I believe in the Bible from the beginning to the end, I'm not smart enough to dissect what's right and what's not. So I just believe in the entire thing. And what I know is that it lives and breathes. And my experiences actually defines a verse for me. So I might read a verse last week that means something different this week because my experiences has been different. And if I believe in the Bible, what I believe is that God, the only person we should be made like is in the image of God. Everything else, we're different. And us putting ourselves in a corner trying to define ourselves, that's a problem. And I won't do it. So how have you, how are you so strong? I'm not. I just got finished crying a minute ago. If, if crying dictates not being strong, which I guess it really doesn't, um, I am just honest and true to who I am. I accept my good with my bad and I'm transparent because what I found is that being open and honest with people, especially when they think you're strong, 
they'll understand that it's okay to cry. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to not know what's happening next, but it's not okay not to stand up for people. And so because I stand up for other people, a lot of people take that as strength. I think we all should just do it. Do you think black women are stronger or have had to be stronger? Um, I think black women has had a different experience than other women. Um, but I'll think about German women. They had a lot to go through. Just to think about all they went through as Germans, as you know, German Jewish women had a lot to go through. So I won't say any one group went through any more than another. So I won't say we have to be strong, but I'll say our circumstances has made us strong. So there's also been a lot of focus on um, black lives, especially black men. Um, do you think the same focus is there for women? Do you think it needs to be more? Like what are your... I am, I have this philosophy that I learned a long time ago from my dad. And it was five of us. And people would ask my dad, who was his favorite child? And he would always say, whichever child needs me the most. And then on top of that, I'm a facts and data girl. So the data says the person who needs us the most is black people, period. So I favor black people, not just because I'm black, but I think if the data said that there was a problem with just women, I focus on that. I'm not a women's advocate. I'm a black advocate. And then I have a love for women and doing people right, regardless of who they are. Sexual orientation, I don't care. Treat people right. Whether you're a woman, whether you're a woman who wants to be a man, whatever it is, just treat people right. There's this saying that says, we're supposed to pe treat people the way we want to be treated. Do that, I'm an advocate in that, but I am a vocal advocate in blacks because we have been mistreated. We continue to be mistreated. We have a long way to go to get back to who we are or who we're supposed to be, the kings and queens of this world. We have a lot to do there. So I'm not a, women, a woman's advocate. I'm a do right by everyone. So it's been a couple of years since the BLM movement. Do you think there's been some improvement? Um, I think there's been more awareness. Um, I love the fact you called it the Black Lives Matter movement because I look at Black Lives Matter as a prayer. It's our hope that one day we matter like everyone else. Um, I think there's been a lot of awareness. There's been some um, little bitty improvements, but the heart hasn't improved. The soul hasn't improved. The soul of organizations, the soul of governments, the souls of the people with power. Look, if you have no power and you don't like me as a black woman, I could care less. It's the people who have power who are actually changing who we are, changing what we do. I still think they haven't made a decision that we actually matter. But I do think the movement has made awareness and a lot of superficial things have happened as a result of it, which is a good thing. All right. Thank you, Landis. Oh, good.